0: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time.
2: We are Conservative Daily.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. (laughs) I'm your host, Joe Oldman. We are in celebration mode right now. So it is is a great day. We're... We're going to see if we can get this to work. It's going work. Oh, Woo! You, go. you got to <laughs> push it! Push
0: it! Push it! Push <laughs> it! Oh! <laughs> where's,
1: where's CanCon? Bring him on! Bring on Brian! Brian, let's go! Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah! I just want you to know it's exciting today! I've I've got I've got a hat on you can't see on top of my hat to get get down there a little bit. So we all got go our hats ahead. on. And Brian has his hat on. <laughs> oh wow.
3: Whoops. He's Brian's leaning into the Wyoming of it all.
4: Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys had a party hat, and I was like, no, I don't have a party hat, so this is kind of party. It's got Let's Go Brandon, it's got a cowboy, Wyoming. So Liz Cheney can finally go back. Where's she actually from? She's not from Wyoming. Wyoming. Uh, no, no, she's not from Wyoming. No. Oh. no. Trump tweeted out today, at least now Liz Cheney can go back to uh, can stop pretending she's from Wyoming. Uh, oh. from
2: like
4: Yeah, dude, like, she's not from Wyoming. She's not oh, a Wyomingite. What do you call them from Wyoming?
3: I don't,
0: I think so. I've never we, met him. A Wyomingian? Wyomingian? Wyoming. Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I Someone
3: think. tell us in the chat. What do you what do you call yourselves? Like Michiganders, <laughs> right? You never come up with that on your own. You got to hear it from somebody that lives Michiganian. there.
0: Michiganians. Yeah.
3: I thought it was Michiganders.
0: Michiganders. No, you say that because it sounds like ducks.
3: <laughs> no, because I say that because that's what Whitmer says. And she's the authority on all things Don't listen Michigan.
1: to what Whitmer says. Are you kidding <laughs> me? We don't talk about Whitmer here. <laughs> Whitmer does not get a seat at the table here at all. Okay, so I'm going to take off my, my man beads. <laughs> man beads got to go. So we, we sent Zach to the store and said, go get some party favors. And he brought back, oh, my gosh, did I put one in my coffee? <laughs> 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 I think I got one of my coffee. This is not funny, Zach. So I've got. He go, goes out and gets.
3: Uh, I like them
1: butt beads that are soft are. and squishy, but <laughs> just good. Seriously? Yeah. See, look, Brian's got Seriously? the right idea. What? Well, look, it kind of. I don't know. Look at the, this. It's not like a necklace.
3: It's garland.
1: It's garland. It's garland for the tree in the middle of July. Gotta August. make it dirty. I didn't make it. Did I did not make it dirty. Okay, taking the hat off too. Right, the hat, the hat's got to come off. All right. No, you leave your hat on there, Brian. Well. Oh, I can't take. The oh, hat off
4: Oh no, no, I gotta go back. I gotta go back, man. This, 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 these headphones are, are pretty bad. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta do the earpiece thing. You gotta oh depart- my of ourselves
3: So, All in right. case you're <laughs> wondering what's going on, Liz Cheney is no longer on the ticket. She lost her primary.
1: And Murkowski could still lose.
3: Right. Well, the this Murkowski, the the whole uh, Alaska thing, we'll get into. Uh, Brian, I'd love to hear your take on it. But there's, there, you know, they're they're doing ranked choice in Alaska now, and so in the Murkowski, Murkowski, of course, facing off against uh, challenger Chewbacca, Kelly Chewbacca, um, who's been on Steve Bannon's show uh, a whole bunch of times, and. I need a napkin. I, I was just looking for paper towel. I, I, I used need the a paper, last towel. paper towel. Yesterday, um, but uh, I'm a mess today. They did not. The, the the nobody gained a solid majority in that race, and so it is going to a runoff. It and is, it is uh, going
1: to a runoff. <laughs> It is
3: running off. <laughs> All right, we're not <laughs> in my glasses. No more toys for Joe.
1: No, no. Hey, you can't give me stuff like this and expect <laughs> me not to have a good time. I just want to know if I'm going to have to clean it up. That's, that's the only question I'm going to have is... exactly. Oh, oh, Zach, Zach, go. Zach oh. goes running out of the
3: room. <laughs> Whew, exit.
1: Look, Ugh. Brian, what, what you wrote an amazing article yesterday about Georgia. So I want to I want to cover this right off the bat because it was fire. It was Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, Monday Monday. 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 Well, what was yeah, today? Like Tuesday? Wednesday. 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 Today's Wednesday? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know.
3: Well, and I think one of the things that's so great about this piece that you wrote, uh, Brian, is they never expected us to stay on these stories, right? They never expected that that they were going to have us talking about their... Uh, Human error and memory card mis- mishaps, which is narrative, not what actually happened, but that's their their narrative. We were supposed to have long since moved on from this topic, and it's really great to see to see what you've put out. So I agree. Let's let's jump right into this, to Brian, this piece.
1: Tell us what's in the piece, besides the fact that well, 2,600 votes
4: so this piece this piece originated from a FOIA request that i did where where i actually requested the system logs and a bunch of other stuff from floyd county and i you know they they gave me some pushback on sending the system logs they only wanted to send it to me in paper which is 604 pages of just bs code and that was front and back by the way front and back And, and and so i get you know i didn't want to argue with them i'm like if i'm getting it i'm getting it and then i'll argue once i have it in my possession i'll fight for the digital version of it but so I get the I get the you know the um the, the 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 paper version of the system logs and I start I scan them in you know I, I have a I, high speed scanner so I scan them right. in it's not a Dominion scanner. the you know regular scanner is it scan run scan them back? all in and, uh, no it's not it's not run back either it's a COTS it's a COTS system uh, it's, <laughs> it's a, a Koenig off system? the system Koenig system no 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 oh. no not, not, oh. not, that is <laughs> that is the word we that is the word we shall not speak of just yet. Um, but, but so, I'll speak so of it. I'll, I'll speak of it
1: because I'm not afraid to get sued. They can sue. They can sue me till the end of the earth and back. I'm okay with it. I like suits. I,
4: I just, I like they sued. are a lovely,
1: happy company. I like suits. They and I cannot
4: lie. I,
1: <laughs> I win them like I can't deny. Sorry, go ahead. Bro. Well, they
4: they are suit happy. But it, so so anyway, so I get this uh, PDF and um, I'm going through it and I'm like. Wow, they just completely and totally skipped over the November third aspect of the election. It went from early in person to to uh, November twenty fourth. It skipped the entire election event. So then I started doing all my research and on sorry, that. Like, sorry, can more. I just
3: clarify on that, Brian? When you say it skipped from the that that period of the November twenty twenty election, so they have the early voting uh, data on the and it's on the memory cards. Is that right? And then it's on and then it skips and it goes to November twenty third.
4: So yeah, so what I figured out is that when you when you actually transfer from the ICP the precinct level to the to the EMS, and you put the memory card in there, uh, you actually have an option whether or not to upload the system log files and the ballot images. It, it automatically uploads the results, but the the um, the system log files and the ballot images, which both have to be ret- retained, you know, by law, uh, it's optional to upload those to the EMS, and so. my 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 thing that i i reached out to uh to the attorneys in this open records request and asked them if they have these records and they said that they did not maintain I, i i cited it specifically in the article but they basically said they didn't have measures in place to retain this data and it's like whoa 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 there is no retention like that that's not something you manually have to do it's automatically retained it's just a question of whether or not you're gonna go back retroactively and, and get the memory card and then re-upload it to the EMS so that I can get what I requested in my open records. And they, they wouldn't do that. Uh, they said that they don't have the data. So that started getting me down this rabbit hole in, in Floyd County and I stumbled upon this tweet from Heather Mullins back in November of 2020. And if you can play that, um, if you can play that video from the tweet in my article, that is extremely important because I saw this back in November, 2020. It's got over 3 million views and it meant nothing to me back then. But looking at it now, it means everything. And so, yeah, when, when you get that, where, where's my Mr. Producer at today?
1: Come on. Mr. Mr. Producer. Come on, Apollo. Apollo's trying to do both. I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing. Hold, Let's on, a go, Hold
3: Paulo. on a second. Let's go, Apollo. Let's go, Apollo. He still gets to it wear was
4: his just his absolute it was an absolutely brilliant uh, t- uh, 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 interview, I guess, if you will, by Heather Mullins. So kudos, because this really puts everything together.
0: All right, I need a few seconds, guys. Okay. Well, can, no he's problem, trying no to problem. do
1: both. He, he, he booted Mr. Producer out of the seat and put himself <laughs> in the seat so that, you know, I was trying to squeeze him in next to me and hug him tight but he wasn't like that that's <laughs> <laughs> that's not what happened that's not what happened that's fake news that is
0: <laughs> fake news right there <laughs> all right so okay okay here we go so this is the heather mullins uh, twitter right tweet yes tweet yeah yeah tweet tweet uh, tweet video all right twideo coming in, Twidio. Hot in 3 two, 1 those two are and a half. All right, there we go. Seconds. Hey, it's fine. Those are. going you, you make a big time drift? So there's no like concrete <laughs> just to get on the record. There's no concrete explanation as to how those 26, 2,700 votes were not counted by the machine in the first place. We don't
1: know. I mean, we can't.
2: They're not in there anywhere. So we don't know why they didn't get scanned.
0: So, have the D- Dominion tech guys that have been troubleshooting here all day been able to figure out why they weren't in there? <laughs> They're not allowed to comment. And you're not allowed to comment. Sorry. It's <laughs> uh, hey, just. But as of right now, you can also not confirm that it was a memory card or anything of that nature as well, right? Because that hasn't been confirmed, to my knowledge, by anyone here.
2: I don't think it was a memory card. Almost...
0: Do you? So it wasn't, we, we can rule out memory card. rule cards. out memory card.
1: It wasn't scanned. Yeah,
3: okay, it seems like it's human error. It seems like oh! it's li- the evidence Magic word. would be a human error issue. It's, 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 it's,
2: it's
0: Oh, a programmer so it human error. be a software issue. We're not going to speculate at this point. But you just said it could
3: potentially be a <laughs> human error. Again, that that was speculation.
0: Correct. So that's why you're, you're so asking then it all could, these types of different questions. I'm you're just really trying, to to I know okay. what
1: you're trying to get to it. Okay. Yeah. Do. We really don't
3: have a in the okay. right now.
0: Like that? I, I, we want Who is that guy? The exact answer
1: on... That the I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not able to Okay.
3: Okay. So he said human error, He's and then he said a programmer...
4: So let me, let me let me just go through and, and let's All let's right. go through that segment by segment first you have the, the guy in the suit who I don't really know who he is and the guy in the jacket first off I don't if they work for Floyd County I don't think that they're like there's, I don't think there's some conspiracy where they're trying to subjugate this uh, uh, subvert this election mm-hmm. so I don't think like don't call up Floyd County and be pissed off at Floyd County I don't think that it's something they did intentionally there at the county level now that being said you have the Dominion guy that's sitting down in the background and he says, we can't comment. And the the the, the 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 suit guy parrots what he says, oh, they can't comment, okay? But then what do you notice just literally like eight seconds later, he comments. Yep. He comments, he says it's human error. So the guy that can't comment all of a sudden can comment when mm-hmm. it's anything to subvert attention away from the Dominion machine. But notice, so he can comment on that, but notice what he doesn't comment on. He doesn't comment when the two men say, I think we can rule out uh, a USB card issue. And that's significant because the day before this on November 16th, Gabriel Sterling at the Secretary of State's office said that it was a memory card issue. Right. So now the next day you have two, two people at Floyd County saying it's not the memory card. You have the Dominion guy standing back there saying no comment, but then I'll comment when I need to subvert away from Dominion. That is a big... Now, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. And I was talking about this when I said the the system log files, you 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 have an option when you insert the memory card into the EMS, from the ICP to the EMS, you have an option to upload the system log files and the ballot images. But you know what you don't have an option to upload? It does it automatically. The results. Right. And so when they say this memory card, they just forgot to upload the results. No, that's done automatically. Automatically. That's the- that's not human error.
1: And it's 2,600 Trump votes.
4: No, no, no. It was, so it was 2,600 total, but it was a okay. net gain of 800 for Trump. Okay. But that—that's like, that's like 8% of the election uh, difference, the difference, the margin of victory. That's 8% on one memory card on one county. And remember, this happened in numerous counties during the recount in Georgia. I think Gillette was another one where they picked up... Uh, a memory card error, like this didn't just happen in Floyd County.
3: So how, can we go back to how were the 2,600 missing votes originally discovered?
4: During the recount.
3: Okay. So during the first recount?
4: Uh, well, th- there's only one machine recount. There was a hand okay. count. So, so you got to remember the progression in Georgia. They had the initial election day voting. Mm-hmm. They had a hand recount and then they had a machine recount. So, in the second machine recount, they found twenty six hundred extra votes on November sixteenth.
1: Okay, so twenty six hundred votes, and they still didn't make it into the vote count.
4: No, they, they did t- end up making it into the vote count. They, you know, they changed the vote count uh, to to reflect those those additional votes. But, you know, my question is is what exactly happened? Because we still don't really have an answer as to where those votes came from. I mean, Sterling says that it's you know, it's the same thing like with, with, with Colorado, you know, just because you come out retroactively and say, this is what happened, that doesn't mean that's what happened. Right. Griswold coming out and said that the, the they passed the logic and accuracy test because this was completely to be expected, doesn't mean it was completely expected. No. So coming out after no, the doesn't. fact in Georgia, right, and coming out after the fact in Georgia and saying it was a memory card issue, and, and we just have to take you at your word that it was a memory card issue, while we now have video of people that were on the ground there saying it wasn't a memory card. And a Dominion rep that didn't interject and say no, it actually was a memory card. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like where do we go with this, man?
3: Well, and you know, we've long speculated that they're trying to run out the clock on records retention that, uh, you know, is pretty soon, we're not, according to federal statute, pretty soon they're gonna be able to wipe all of this, destroy all the records and, and all of that. And you know, like I said earlier, they didn't expect us to still be on this topic, right? Because, you know, people get upset about an election being lost and then, you know, in a couple of months they move on. But this was not a lost election. This was a stolen election that is riddled with fraud and we've been obstructed every single step of the way trying to get to the truth which has only emboldened us to continue trying to get to the truth so now we're coming up against this records retention deadline and we're still finding evidence which should require that these records are preserved even longer.
1: It, well, it should, but you know they're 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 racing to the clock right now. They they want to get rid of all this information from 2020 so they can basically walk away from it. And there aren't any injunctions being filed in order to, to a preservation notice based on all the information we've been able to collect over the last 18 months. I think what the 18 months and Brian, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I think what the 18 months have taught us is that. The system is way too complicated if we have to spend 18 months fighting tooth and nail just to get access to information so we can piece things together to get a look into, transparently look into the system. And then when we find out that the system is exactly what we thought it was, corrupt to the core, then they say nothing to see here, and they fight us tooth and nail in trying to replace it or repair it. And I think that's the part the American people are missing, is that they're not even attempting to fix these problems.
4: Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I made a point to that in my article, and and it, and it was actually a shot. I, I was taking a shot deliberately at Gabriel Sterling in this because, you know, this is something that I, I mentioned. It happened in many counties in Georgia in 2020. OK, but then it happened again in 2021 in DeKalb County. Then it yeah. happened again in 2022 in Fulton County and Cobb County. So, you know, this is something and, and I said I said in the article, I said, you know, if you, I, I, I'm a military guy, so I compare this to the military. If you have a, a you know, a sergeant or a corporal or, or, you know, even a staff sergeant that messes up once, you know, okay, maybe that's on that staff sergeant, he made a mistake. But when you have staff sergeants in multiple units making the same mistake, okay, Matt, now we have some sort of a leadership problem. Now, when you have the same staff sergeants or when you have staff sergeants in, or, or sergeants making the same mistake in different units, year after year after year, you have a top-down leadership problem. Right. And there is nothing worse than a leader who will take that staff sergeant and throw him under the bus and say it was their fault as he did. He said this was a management issue down in, in, in the county and throw him under the bus knowing that it's in the name of self-preservation. That is, the, there's no lower form of leadership, in my opinion, than somebody that would do that to their subordinates. Agreed.
1: Well, and and we've
4: proven. I was
3: in, never in the military, and I agree with that from, from my own experience. How
4: that's many? Corp- pe- that's corporate structure as well. It's Sorry, just Joe.
3: that's leadership, right? I mean, it, you don't you don't throw your people under the bus to protect. Look yourself. at the email I sent you. Sorry.
1: No, no, I'm telling Apollo. To look at the email I sent him. Um, w- so, so we've caught them in every lie. We've caught them in the fact that they said that they don't have internet connection. They do. We've caught them in the fact that there's not an adjudication issue. There is. We caught them in the, we'll just talk about Gasson, the, the DA in California. They had a less than 0.8, per, less than 1% um, signature uh, rejection rate there, yet 30% rejection rate in the recall election to recall Gasson, right?
3: 30% uh, signature. Newsom. No, it was a good song. It was oh. the DA. Oh, it was
1: the DA of LA. I missed that. And they still were able to get it passed, but a thirty percent rejection rate. We we've caught them in Maricopa County. We caught them with the paper. We caught them with the what they're doing in Georgia. We, we're, we're, we've forgotten more yeah. evidence than than you could imagine. Like we've forgotten, we forgot about the the shredder truck that showed up in Georgia, yeah. literally right after the election, and that was that was caught. Um, and and by the way, there's there's text messages and Christina Bob was having a conversation with the head of DHS at the time, who said it's not his jurisdiction. They turned it back over to uh, the state authorities. State authorities just buried it, let the the truck go, and destroyed the destroyed the ballots. And, the,
3: and it was you the, the the incredible citizen journalists there in Cobb County got ev- got video and pictures of what was being shredded. It was election documentation. Right. It was envelopes and ballots. Yep.
1: So so we Apolo- have all the, we, we have all the evidence.
3: Yeah.
4: Apollo to, yeah. to what Joe's was saying about the machines being connected to the internet I just sent you two uh, two pictures if you could just pull those up real quick this is this is exclusive for you guys I haven't even gone public with this yet Ooh. And it's, it's, it's not a big deal it's, it's stuff we already understand but it's just more proof that you know when they say that they don't connect to the internet I mean it's 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 so obvious that it's just like
3: yeah.
4: really really well, I mean, and to-
3: yeah sorry there, so go ahead
4: <laughs> this is Miami-Dade's yeah. uh, DS-200 yeah. machines uh, it, during their logic and accuracy test last week. Modern I mean, it's found, it's great, right right screen, guys.
3: Yeah. Well, and as I, I put in, uh, in, I think I broke it on your show, Brian, that I had the paperwork from um, Albert County that showed their uh, the, the Secretary of State has asked all of the county clerks in Colorado to make sure that their machines don't accidentally reconnect to the Internet. <laughs> they have uh, instructions that they gave out to, uh, to the clerk teams to periodically check and make sure that you don't reconnect to the Internet. And I confirmed with my sources there that this guidance was never given prior to the November 2021 uh, municipal elections. They were never told to check to see if their internet reconnected, and yet we now now they're issued that guidance. Did something change since 2020, or was that just a gap in our security in 2020? The latter.
1: So Dawn just Absolutely. said something that I think we need to talk about real quick. She said, "Hey, you are a fantastic panel, and we have to keep the paper." GA is probably the worst, but AZ they still send us markers, uh, messed up ballots. So we had two, we had two and more. Thanks for all you do. Brian this is a problem everywhere yeah. it's, it's absolute pandemonium it's chaos we're dealing with chaos in an election system and they're trying to make it easy to commit fraud it's as, it's as if they have snickers bars and big boxes that are sitting on the street and they said don't steal them
3: yeah
4: they're and, snickers and, I mean, bars running out the clock? We, we already documented the um, the the, uh, the the markers and Don and had sent me that I wrote an article about it for Pinal County on Gateway Pundit uh, about the, the markers there where we actually have images of bleed through like with these mm-hmm. markers because remember Stephen Richards sent out markers and said these ones are better the papers better there's no bleed through blah 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 and it's it's just not true now granted Pinal is not Maricopa but right. they're the same markers and the same ballots the same ballot printer and all that stuff so it's not the it's not it's not Mar- it's not Richard's jurisdiction but it is uh the same pen and the same the same ballot and it's clear as day, bleeding through. Now, you know, going back to the Maricopa audit, you know, this 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 Sharpie Gate thing that that was debunked, by the way. And 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 uh, you know, I'm doing a report right now on this with with another article that was uh, that literally uh, libeled uh, Gateway pundit because they talked about Sharpie Gate and said Sharpie Gate simply was not a thing, and that's that's a flat out lie, yeah. you know, flat out lie. Um, we now know for 100 percent certainty that Sharpiegate was a thing. It didn't flip any votes, but it sent the ballot to adjudication, and right. we don't know. As a voter, you've disenfranchised that voter because you don't necessarily know what happens at that adjudication.
1: Well, and, if it, and, it, and whether or not, and whether or not it was adjudicated, so we, we have some we have something that's pretty interesting, uh, Mr. Producer. If you want to put up the email itself. We have an update that came in from the court case in Colorado in El Paso County. And Mr. Producer, there's two pictures in here. There's Colorado Advised Statute. So there's two cases that are going on right now. The El Paso 113 case and the El Paso 109 case. Um, and let me just, if we can, talk about these two suits. I think it's important because they're actually suing people. And we've, we've been uh, trying to get uh, legal assistance across the country to help with this case. Um, that I've been directly involved in talking to different lawyers and seeing if they can uh, do a uh, a brief on the case itself. But the EPCCC have filed two suits against the Colorado Secretary of State and the El Paso County Clerk pertaining to a violation of civil rights and unnecessary overcharging for an election recount. So the case number one uh, centers on verification petition for relief uh, to challenge inflated charges for recount totaling 20000 include 10000 for vendor costs, equating to $250 an hour for 40 hours. Uh, goal, reduce recount char- uh, charges and gains standing on three candidates who could not pay the $10,000 in vendor fees. And then case number two is demand proper hand recount and refund all monies. And that's based on this statute. This is called Divide Statute 2021. Uh, this is ten or 1-10.5-102. Recounts for congressional, state, and district offices, state ballot questions, and state ballot issues. And if you go to uh, 3a says prior to any recount the canvas board shall choose at random and test voting devices used in the candidate race ballot issue or or ballot question that is a subject of the recount the board shall use the voting device devices as it is selected to conduct a comparison of the machine count of the ballot counted on each such voting device for a candidate race ballot issue or ballot question to the corresponding manual count of the voter verified paper records so what it says here is that they're supposed to it's pretty cut and dry, that they're supposed to hand count the ballots.
3: Well, and they don't have voter verified paper records uh, for, for the, the test that they did, which is what that statute is alleging. I think I, think I talked about this on your show, Brian, back when, when this happened, yep. that they, they just made the decision to use test ballots. And they print the test ballots, and the, the deck of test ballots that they use has to include all race possibilities so that they can see what the machines and test what the machines are going to do for any combination. Right. And so they use this batch of test ballots. But according to the statute, they have to use voter verified paper records for that test, and they do not. They do not, the test ballots are not voter verified paper records.
1: So, w- and, and so they'll, they'll argue it is. Okay, so they will argue it is, but there's a secondary part of the B that says, and if the results of the comparison the machine count or the manual count in accordance with the requirement of subsection 3A of this section are identical or if any discrepancies is able to be accounted for by voter error, then the recount may be conducted in the same manner as the original ballot count. But then it says if it is a discrepancy, which there was, then they have to account for the voter error presumption is created that the voter verified paper records will be used for a final determination unless evidence exists that the integrity of the voter verified paper records have been irrevocably compromised, right? So this is where they've talked about some of the compromises that have happened in the ballots themselves. <laughs> so, so here's the problem. Here, here's the problem in this case. Because it's so cut and dry, the judge is hearing it to set it to whether or not it have, they have standing, that's happening right now. And, Mr. Producer, I don't even know if that's still going on. Is that still going on?
0: It says it started at 10 Mountain Time. Here, I'll just click on the button yeah, and see gonna, what it does. Yeah, I'm opening it right now. I'm going to see what happens.
3: So this is, you know, going back to the El Paso County recount story. Uh, Brian, you recently got fact-checked on this. Anything you want to say, say about that? Well,
4: yeah, I got fact-checked twice kind of i mean the first time was lead stories and they just ran with it so i issued a fact checking the fact checker back on them but the nice. other day i got a an email yeah right i got an email from um usa today and uh at least they were kind enough to reach out beforehand and asked if i had any comment what my source was on why i claimed that the logic and accuracy test failed and uh you know I'm sure what they're, like, Ash, you're, you're party to what I responded, but I'm sure you're going to, you'll understand that they're going to run the uh, qu- the part where I said, quite frankly, the EAC standard for adjudication was surpassed by a landslide when it was 53%. And that's what they'll probably run is just that. They won't give any of the other explanation stuff I, I, I said where, you know, Griswold came out and said that. Uh, this was all to be completely expected, it passed the logic and accuracy test, and she may be correct in, in, in the way that the extra votes were counted and all that, but the problem is, is that none of that was disclosed to anybody. You know, so so there's a lot of issues like when the parameters were changed. Who was there to witness that? Who, right. who was party to the changes made to the machines? Did they have witnesses to see what was actually done to the machines? The vendor programming and support. Who witnessed that? What was done? Why is it ten thousand dollars? I you know, I have the I have the the, the 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 process on how that's done. It's not a ten thousand dollar thing. It's a couple clicks of a button and, and it's done. Right. You know, and- they,
3: what, Oh sorry. No, I was just gonna say and the, the, the smoking gun here is that there they this was not completely expected what happened on that friday when they started the logic and accuracy test was panic and they had to bring in all these extra judges and watchers and the dominion guys didn't know what was going on and it was totally not the expected result we went out we reported on that i did i think you did i mean we did we we actually broke it as it was happening was on happening, the show yeah. this morning or that morning um but they they stayed silence until the secretary of state Sent down her lawyers there, you know, in the middle of the day because of all the chaos and and panic that was happening. And then they came out and said, "Oh, everything's great. We passed our logic and accuracy test." They just didn't address the fact that it was a com- it was complete chaos. There was panic in the room on the behalf of the officials, both from the state and county and from Dominion. And then they just ignored, they just ignored it and said, "Oh yeah, no, we totally passed. Everything's awesome."
4: Ash you were there you you were there that for that right I was for there the, the, the following
3: day I was not there for the logic and accuracy right. test
4: Right so you were there when they started the adjudication and all that Yes Okay how how many how many employees and judges did they have there to adjudicate that
3: So they had a
1: well it depends on which doing. Five
3: room. to six, in the main counting room, five to six stations, if I recall correctly, and they had, some of the stations had two people at them, some of the stations had one people at them, I, I one person at them. I talked to a clerk from a different county who couldn't understand why they would have one person at an adjudication station, because you have to have two people looking at it. I, I guess it's the statute that, that yeah. says that, but it was a bit all over the place. And and at one of those stations where they had a repeated issues with this one This is where, as I reported, the the election worker was actually changing the historical documentation about the batches and the number of ballots and writing on the June 23rd uh, batch label the number of votes from whatever day it was, uh, uh, July whatever, um, changing historical document. Now you could say, oh, those labels aren't election records. They're signed. Why are they signed if they're not election records and he's modifying and changing them again? They just say, oh, that's disinformation. That didn't happen. It's on video.
4: It's it's recorded. Yeah, but but the (laughs) the reason I ask you that is because so you would agree that there were more than four election judges when they started doing the adjudication, right? Yes, because that's all that they allotted for in their estimate was four election judges and one employee and 20 hours for the that's what that was was in the proposal so when Griswold comes out and say it's completely expected no it wasn't no it wasn't because the 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 county ended up having to eat that cost I'm sure if any any of those if any of those judges are paid I guarantee you they're not going to come back to the to the candidates and say hey by the way you guys owe us extra money for uh, you know we had to bring in extra election judges and pay them to do this count and all that stuff Uh, you you owe us extra for that they're not going to do that because then they're admitting that it wasn't completely expected right
1: So so did you know, I I don't know if either one of you knows this, but they did a test, which they wouldn't have known if they wouldn't have had the recount. They would have never known if they didn't actually go through with this. But they did a test of the machines before the primary. Before the primary. Before. Like Mm -hmm. days before, weeks before. They did a test. They sent test ballots through. Now... Would you be surprised to know that the percentages of those test ballots that happened before the election was nearly identical to what came out during the primary? It was nearly identical.
4: Wait, say that, say that, say that one more time.
1: They ran a test in on the on the machines. They they put test ballots through the machine before the primary. Okay. I, well, I, logic have, this information, I, I have this information, Brian, because I think you should write an article about this. The, the, so they, they did a test, yeah, logic and accurate test, on the machines before the primary,
2: mm-hmm.
1: before with fake ballots, right? Yeah. Test ballots, test ballots, yeah. Right, and the percentages for those races on those test ballots was nearly identical to what the primary came out to be.
3: That is different than my understanding of the results of that test.
1: Mm-mm. The test prior,
3: the logic and accuracy test,
1: logic and accuracy test, had the same percentages pre like I have the documents, they're actually sitting in my car, um, and we walked through this, that the numbers were the same before the primary as they were at the primary.
3: Yeah, I want to see that because races. if that's true, it destroys their uh, their argument that all these challenges during the recount logic and accuracy tests were because they changed the parameters. Right, if they had the same number of issues in the in the LAT No, no,
1: no, I didn't say issues. Oh. The outcome. Oh, the results.
3: The, the
1: results outcome. of oh, okay. the outcome okay. were the same percentages, almost identical percentages. Right. 33% for one right. candidate, 60, uh, th- 66% for the other candidate, 35% for one candidate, 62% for another candidate. It was almost identical in those races. How is that possible? Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP vanish on your your computer, tablets phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, for you, and and here's the thing. it 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 blocks advertisers, hackers, um your ISP, Third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, block people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, true social, you have to turn off the uh, VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to IPVanish.com daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's possible. And the test, voil- the, you,
3: so you're, what you're saying, I think what you're saying is that the test ballot deck was the same as the actual results?
1: so they do a pre-ballot test Right. that pre-ballot test they'll send in approximately 300 ballots 250 to 300 ballots they'll send it through the system that will give them a result in that race that is the same as when they put the ballots through in order to get a result in the primary it's a pre-test the pre-test of the ballots is done previous those percentages were identical in those races nearly identical in those races on three out of the six races that are being contested nearly identical and they wouldn't have known it had they not gotten access to the information through the logic and uh, the, um, the logic and a- accuracy, te- accuracy test. Mm-hmm. They would have known because they wouldn't have been able to see that. But that okay. was before the primary. So, how is that possible well, that that's the well, came out after?
4: I don't know that they would see anything from these logic and accuracy tests, man. Like, I have no faith. Like, after what happened in Cherokee County, Kansas, uh, two weeks yeah. ago. I have no faith in a lot. How did how did a logic and accuracy test not catch that it literally meant like if me and Ash were running against each other and the logic and accuracy test going through there was 100 votes for CanCon and two votes for Ash, it would have come out two votes for CanCon 100 votes for Ash in the logic and accuracy test because the memory cards were programmed wrong, the jump drive, the, the flash cards. So how did they not catch that in the logic and accuracy test? Now, it's it, it really interesting because Jeff Lemberg, uh did his presentation for, with Professor Clements in, in Otero County the other day, and he was talking about the logic and accuracy test, and he was saying that they kept asking to run more ballots through than what is prescribed by law, and they were stonewalled at every single time that they asked that. They would not let them go over. If if you were allowed to run 25 ballots, you were allowed to run 25 ballots. And you know, Lenberg eventually got to a place where I believe he was allowed to run 250 ballots. And he was like, "Okay, great. We're running 250. That might get past the threshold." But except they broke it down into three three right. groups. So you weren't running 250 all at once. You were running uh, 80, 80, 85, or whatever. You know, right. whatever the math comes down to. And and so it, th- there is something. Peculiar about these logic and accuracy tests because we had the same thing in Michigan in Lapeer County, in Lapeer County where um, you know they had errors with the ballots, and again they ran the ballots after the logic and accuracy te- at a- the accuracy test. How did it pass? You know, like
1: so, so we're I, gonna-
4: I, I don't, I, it's, a, it's a it's a smoke show
1: yeah. and. And uh, Don just put out something in the poll I worked in in Pinal County. The poll pads and voting machines were on Wi Fi and the Wi Fi. Brian has the screenshots. Our setup instructions said that they could hook to the Wi Fi, like Ash said, Colorado's did. And I think that's the screenshots that we just put up previously. I just and I think this is the part that I want to hammer home on this. Brian, has any state that we've looked at any state? Had had a clean election. No. So if, if no state has a clean election, and they're going to say that it's 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 user error, and and the and the voting machines are designed to do one thing. One one they have one job. One plus one equals two. Two plus one equals three. Three plus one, they count.
3: Minus six carry the two fractional over here.
1: So, so my, my point is that we've talked about this. Like we, we can solve this problem, Captain Obvious here. We can solve this problem very easily. They want to make it so convenient to vote that literally you can do it from your couch, uh, you know, nine hundred pounds and eat Twinkies and slide it under the door and some mule will come and pick it up and take it to the thing for you. They want to make it that easy. But it was never supposed to be that easy. So so why can't why can't we get back to paper ballots? You, you want a high-speed scanner? You want to scan them through? No problem. We'll have somebody count them after they scan them, scan them, scan them, count them. Put a serial number on every ballot. Get rid of mail-in ballots. Take the day off. Voting day is 100%. Nobody can work. Right? We did it for nine months. We can do it for one day.
3: Well, uh, yeah, and for me, the, the the biggest the biggest thing we need to do for our elections is decentralize. That goes for voter roll management. It goes for the the poll books, the voting at your precinct, and then votes are counted at your precinct. So we're not transporting ballots all over the state, mm. which opens up the the chain of custody and and allows for the infusion of fraud, as we saw at three in the morning on you know election night in 2020. And as we've seen many many times, we have to take back our elections into the hands. Of the people, uh, and the the, se- the the government is going in the opposite direction, right? In Colorado, with this terrible 22-153 that we're living the repercussions of now, it's all centralized in the hands of the Secretary of State. And when you look at HR1, what they tried to pass, thankfully that failed. But you know who knows going forward? They're trying to centralize it even out of the hands of the state into D.C. And we need to hard stop. You know, call us radicalized, but we need to bring it back into our own communities. I maintain that the only way that we're going to have public trust in our elections, again, is if the public is running our elections. We need to be in, in the precincts, running our own elections, counting our own votes, and posting the results before the media gets them, posting them to the precinct, uh, the people that live in that precinct. There are elections. We should own them, we should run them, and we should then have faith in the results. Uh, as long as it's centralized in the hands of vendors and, and politically motivated actors, there won't be public trust. It will continue to erode. Road.
4: I, I'll, I'll let you in on, on an article that I'm also writing on. This is going to be purely an opinion piece because it's an idea that I've had for the elections and I had the opportunity to speak with a very prominent America First candidate uh, out when I was doing, when I was at the pit. I had an opportunity and and this person if they win their election is going to have a lot of influence over elections and I, I, I proposed this idea to them and they loved it and they thought it was a great idea but they said it'll never get past the parties and I'll, and I'll explain it to you in a second. But we're all talking about hand counting paper ballots, we're talking about precinct level, you know, making this simpler, getting away from the machines. And, you know, Stephen Stephen Richard, I think it was, was was, uh, excuse me, it wasn't Stephen Richard, it was Scott Jarrett in the Lake V Hobbs case, uh, you know, was on the record saying that to 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 do a hand recount in uh, or hand count in a place like Maricopa County, you would have like you know, two, I don't know, he, he gave millions and millions of, of, of different uh, races that would have to be individually counted and the, the length of time it would take. So I had this idea, I had this idea. Why do we have federal elections and state elections on the same ballot on the same day? Why don't we break these up? There's only three races, uh, every other year, there's three three federal races and every other year there's two federal races Sometimes just one federal race yeah. that you vote for, and that is the president, your Senate, and your and your uh, and your House. Which, by the way, let's repeal the Seventeenth Amendment and give the Senate back to the state Amen. legislators. People should not be voting for senators. It, it puts way too much money into campaigns. It is absolutely stupid that people are voting for senators. Um, but anyway, take the federal race and put it on us on its own day. And what so- is th- this is going to do? Two, two things. One, it's going to make it's going to make. Counting by hand, ridiculously easy. You've got three races maximum that you have to count. All right? The other thing it's going to do... It's going to take big money out of your state races, and and it's going to encourage voters that are actually educated on their state and local races to be educated on their state and local races. You're not going to go vote in a Trump election year and be like, oh, Trump's a Republican, so that must mean every down-ballot state race that's a Republican is good, is going to work out for me. And and what happens if you're in a place like like Maricopa? Or, well, let's not use Maricopa. Let's use Antrim County. Let's use Antrim County, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Blood red. Okay. So how do you how do you get uh, elected in Antrim County? You run as a Republican. Period. Doesn't matter if you're a Republican or not. You run as a Republican, and then you you hope to ride the coattails of President Trump okay. or 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 um, Matt DiPerno for the Attorney General or or Tudor Dixon now for the Governor. You hope to ride their coattails. To, uh, to victory on a federal ballot. Right. I think, I, I really think it's gonna make it a little more difficult for the elections offices because now you have two elections, you know, a federal and a state. But I think in the long run, uh, I think it makes it, I think you get more educated voters on the state races and you have a hand recount on the federal
3: races. So this is a, a big part of the Built for Integrity um, elections plan that cause of America and, and really Colonel Sean Smith designed the the simpler ballots, more frequent elections. Um, so that is uh, for your piece, Brian, I would uh, tell you to talk uh, Sean, uh, Colonel Smith has a, a lot to say on that topic, but you're absolutely right. The ballots are super complicated. And our ballots if you look at if you look at them, because we have such centralized uh, elections and we have everything on one ballot one day, because of that, our ballots are you know double sided, super complicated, and they're designed to be read by machines. And so uh, ballots in a hand count system would look different and should be simpler.
1: Well, I mean, so I want to talk about that a little bit. So the, the, the problem with people not voting right now and having their votes c- counted and stolen is that they keep they keep track of zeros and ones. Okay, So how these systems work, the ERIC system works, and how the the voter rolls work, and how the Democrats and Republicans, they look at your propensity, your propensity value, right? So what's your propensity to vote value? And zeros and ones, and I'll use this specifically because that is how uh, Lauren Boebert won the uh, primary against, what was his name, Scott, uh, what is his name? See, I'm glad he's, he's irrelevant now. Yeah, I, ha- I But in I in, her, I in her in her race, that. she she upended a guy that's been in, in, in Congress for 12 years, and she did that with zeros and ones. In these machines, when they are figuring this out, they do it with zeros and ones. Mm-hmm. So Tipton, yeah, yep, Tipton, yeah, yeah, Scott Tipton. If we're gonna win this, if we're gonna if we're gonna take over and do this, we have to come up with a very simple pr- a simple system that allows for us to stop all the fraud. And by the way, they're not hiding the fraud anymore, anywhere. Right. We talked about Demcast. Uh, Brian, I don't know if you, if you know the story about Demcast, but Demcast is the, it's, it's the Mockingbird media for social media accounts, mi- millions of them, that garnered 51 billion impressions over the last two and a half years, where they basically lied. And they talk about lying. They talk about telling mistruths, and they're, they're bragging about it. And, and another thing is, Liz Cheney said, hey, be dishonest, you're not a Republican, unregister as a Democrat, come over to Republicans, register as a Republican, and vote for me so that I can win the election. They're using dishonesty and fraud in order to win, and they're not even hiding it.
3: And they is the uniparty. It's not Democrats, it's not Republicans, it's the establishment.
4: Joe, what you just said about about what Liz Cheney said, because we saw the same thing in in Georgia. We saw the same thing in Michigan, yeah. where the GOP, or excuse me, where the DNC, the Dems, are actually coming in and 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 uh, getting behind some of these uh, Republican candidates, these America First candidates, because they think they're the weaker one going into the election. If we get to a point, folks, where we are doing that, you know, where we're, we're we're Democrats doing- are crossing over to the GOP to vote uh, there least likely to win candidate and vice versa the gop in turn has to has to counter that by going over and voting for the they don't want the progressive woke candidate in. if we get to the point folks where we start doing that what does that mean that means that the democrats are getting the weakest republican candidate in 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 the election and the the republicans are getting the weakest democrat candidate everybody loses in this everybody yep. loses by doing this it is the most dangerous ideology and for for Liz Cheney to go out there and and promote this idea that Democrats need to come over and vote for her so that she can be the it it is it is terrifying that we have an elected official that is that is promulgating that idea right there
1: well and 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 here's here's the stark reality as we start talking about the, the slippery slope is that it's showing you that there is no moral, that there's there's a huge moral depravity. There is no morals. There is no ethics. There is no, hey, let's let the people decide. This is what they do when they're trying to take away the voice of the American people. When, when we start stop gapping them and stopping them in these areas, they want to do stuff like Eli Bremer and these guys in Colorado. They want to close the caucus because they don't want the people to have a voice. They want to do things that limit the ability for people in the public to have any say for who they put as a representative in government. Yep. And and that's what happened I'm going to tell you what's happened in Colorado. Every top line person that was voted for at the caucus was eliminated in the primary. And they did it by having Democrats again, but open primary Way process open here. Primary. So Democrats are allowed to vote in the primary, or should be independents are.
3: All of the Democrat candidates were unaffili- were uh, unopposed, and so for unaffiliated voters, which is 43 last I checked, 43 percent of the population in Colorado, unaffiliated voters can pick which either one. Well, why would they pick a Democrat ballot? When they're all unopposed, right? Your your vote counts more in a Republican primary. It's it totally turns the entire system on its head, and it makes it uh, makes it overtly political when it should be about civics
4: maybe that's something that needs to be amended in colorado where if you run it's an open primary if you run unopposed on the democrat ticket as a democrat you cannot cross over and vote for somebody on another ticket just because you don't have a vote on that race so you so you can you'll waste your vote to vote for the weaker candidate in the republican race yeah, that, maybe and they that's, can't. That's Registered
3: Democrats can't, right? It's just unaffiliated voters, but what we saw is that okay. they crossed and became unaffiliated, right. and we saw that in droves. And just for the audience uh, who's maybe not as familiar with Eli Bremer, Eli Bremer ran for Michael Bennett's Senate seat, the one that Ron Hanks ran for, the one that Joe O'Day, uh, you know, allegedly won the nomination for. And then when he got his Tush handed to him at assembly didn't even make the ballot at assembly. He came out and wrote an op-ed how we, it was time to end the caucus in Colorado. So that's that's what I they can't do. Win. So <laughs> yeah, I, I can't well, win through this process where I'm vetted by the people. We need to go back to big money picking our candidates. That's way better.
1: I and and well, Brian, I was no-
4: pick.
3: exactly. I
1: was nominated for governor at the at the assembly, and I turned oh, it down. Oh, that's cool. I turned it down. I should have stayed in the race. I'm going to say it right now. I should have stayed in the race. I mean, I would have pissed off everybody. No question. But I probably would have gotten 70, 80%. I would have knocked out almost every. I
3: think you would have won, but then you would have had to run for governor, and then you would have had to govern. I think that uh, God knew what he was doing when you gave he gave you the words to decline the nomination.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> the governor makes 90 grand a year. I was like, heck no. What? No. <laughs> I'm not. Like, no way. Uh-uh. Not not that got I- a free reha- house. You get a free house, but, but I like my house. I guess it does have bulletproof Actually, windows too.
4: Yeah.
1: So, and so you, Brian, get a,
4: you get a, you get a security detail.
1: Yeah, I know what that's like. It's called no <laughs> absolute <laughs> zero,
4: zero privacy, privacy anytime at all. ever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, your, your, your idea of privacy is they hear a sound at the door in your bedroom, and you're like, please go away from me, please. Get get away from my door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so like, You getting there? So like <laughs> 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 this is so true. You have no idea how true this is. Oh, I mean, uh, I'm wife. turning red for real. Yes, poor wife, because she was wife. like, I want to kill you. I, I want to play something really quick, um, but we found a very old photo of Liz Cheney. <laughs> Um, and I want to put this up. This is Liz Cheney. Um, Liz Cheney decided that, that that she wanted to grow a beard. And uh, because she's, she likens herself to Abraham Lincoln. I want to play this. And then, Brian, I want to get your thoughts. And then I have some thoughts on uh, Cheney uh, as well. But uh, for those of you that are, are wondering, Liz Cheney now has a beard. And she has become the Abraham Lincoln.
3: And she's not on the ballot.
1: <laughs> and she's not on the ballot. Which... Okay, go ahead and let's play it.
3: The great and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed, he saved our union, and he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Speaking at Gettysburg of the great task remaining before us, Lincoln said that we here highly resolve, that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. It sounds like she's gonna pull a Beto and like she she loses her state race, so she's just setting her sights on the presidency.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, she's going to appear <laughs> on the eventual ticket as an independent. Mark my yeah. words, and it is going to hemorrhage votes from Trump. Not a lot, but some.
1: No, she can't. She can't show up as <clears throat> an independent. She can't. Why? Because she has. to She had to register as an independent. She could be a writing candidate, but she had to register as an independent before the primary.
3: In 24, we're talking about for the presidency. Oh okay. no, no, I'm talking about 2024. yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I was
1: like, I was like, wait a minute. She yeah. can't. Yeah. She's she's yeah. out. And, and by the way, we're going to stack it on over the next two years. I'm going to be talking about Liz Cheney and the dumpster fire. Go ahead and play that, Mr. Producer. We all of them. We, we, we actually put uh, Liz Cheney where she belongs. Uh, we have this short clip. They were walking her outside uh, trying to put her where she belongs, but Mr. Rucher, it's it's in the it's
4: in the. By by the way, before you play that, she literally that was that was her announcement right there. Like, hey, look, Lincoln lost two, but Lincoln won the big one, and I'm coming for it. Twenty-four. She's making her goal to make sure that Trump never wins again, and she will do that. She will play the disruptor, like Bob Dole did, like Ross Perot did. Well, not Bob Dole, but Ross Perot. She'll play the Ross Perot uh, disruptor right there.
3: Yeah, I don't think Liz Cheney has enough political capital to, to make a run for the presidency. But one thing that she said I think is really uh, important for us to, to touch on while we're waiting for uh, Mr. Producer to find that video is she said he lost, Abraham Lincoln lost before he won the most important election of them all. As if the presidency of the United States is the most important role in the United States of America. Okay, got it. That's what they want us to believe. That's the lie that they've told us, right? The presidency should not be that consequential to our day-to-day lives and it's it's been inverted and flipped on its head go ahead mr producer
1: so we found liz cheney let me just say we found liz cheney Uh, they found her and they went ahead and picked her up they very gently put her where she belongs go ahead and play it (laughs) oh (laughs) oh sorry need a bigger trash can
3: (laughs) (laughs) was that a call to violence oh no we do not endorse we do We are not calling anyone to throw their elected officials into (laughs) dumpsters. If you do that, that is not because we've told you to do that. If you
1: do that, bring a whole bunch of lighter fluid.
3: But if you do it, get it on video and we'll (laughs) play it.
1: Okay, I didn't say that either. That that totally had nothing to do with how I really felt. Um, So so I want to point something out, Brian. It's really simple. This is actually the thing that that brought me to, to tears. Uh, first of all, can I see your teleprompter, Brian? <laughs> do you have a teleprompter? No. no. Do, can, can I see your paper for your speech that you write write down all the stuff on, you know, the here I'm going to write all the stuff. You do know, you do that? <laughs> I I want to point something out. I want to point something out. Liz Cheney is reading from a piece of paper that someone else wrote for her. This is how dumb our elected officials are. I remember when Abraham Lincoln lost two races, I'm sorry, races, um, and we're gonna keep the range hot and the deals hot. Oh, that's that's DCF. Sorry, totally different deal. Repeat the line. <laughs> repeat
3: repeat. repeat, repeat line. the line.
4: Yeah. <laughs> repeat the line. And 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 Dick Cheney. And then, forget repeat, and, then ref, and then forget to repeat the line. By the way. <laughs> Let me repeat the line. So, anyways. (laughs) But this is how... This is
1: who we have working in Washington. These people are being handed... Here you go. Madam, please read that.
3: But... But... She is not going to be working in Washington much longer because she lost.
4: (laughs) You you know, this this loss was, was so significant. This loss is so significant because now i mean we have what what is this i think nine of the ten that voted for the second impeachment now or is it eight of ten i think eight they're still 10. waiting on uh, california yeah yeah okay so so this is you know there There you go there it is uh we got uh valdeo and and new still left to go um well Newhouse won no didn't they, he?
1: they made they both they both made it through the primaries both of those survived okay.
4: Okay. Okay. So there we go. So, but but what you're seeing is the mass rejection there. You're seeing um, with, with the Mar-a-Lago raid. You see Donald Trump the next day have the uh, the world record, earth-shattering uh, uh, fundraising uh, numbers going through the roof. He he jumps ten points ahead of uh, Ron DeSantis after the Mar-a-Lago raids. Like you're just seeing this. The, the, they were hoping that liz cheney with the january sixth hearing would, would sway the political winds in their in their favor and that didn't work then they were hoping that uh the mar-a-lago raid would sway the winds in their favor and that didn't work and now you know liz cheney was only pulling down like 20 i think 24 points or 23 points and she lost yeah. by 37 yeah. 37 and you know what's not accounted for in that 23 point poll the democrats that crossed over to vote for her and okay. That means the Democrat effect over the polls was negative because it should have been like, it should have been like, I was honestly waiting for the steal, steal Wyoming. I was waiting for it to happen. And instead, we got the opposite. She, she gapped him by 14 points. Uh, it's, it's, this, everything we're seeing right now is just more and more circumstantial evidence that Trump won in a landslide in 2020.
3: Agreed. <laughs> agreed and I think it's also this is you know where we see the primaries in other states like in Colorado uh, like in, um, in in Georgia where all the America first candidates have lost but you see that every candidate or every uh, politician who voted to impeach Trump is being rejected by the people these things don't foot right they don't no. these they well. don't line up and they and what I think is 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 so amazing about this is we are seeing the American people are awake and we are seeing that their narrative is no longer working and if there's nothing else that comes out of this, then the American people break out of narrative and actually start thinking for themselves again and using their reason and logic and critical thinking and going back to values and and stop listening to the mockingbirds, then that is a win. That is a huge massive win for the American people and and, uh, much needed.
1: So so you'll notice though that the places where they won, that, that those people got to stay there are places where the the, the the machine systems are completely compromised. By the way, all three of those areas are all Dominion systems, all of them. The Colorado, top-line candidate, gone, right? They're all off the ballot. We're having to fight tooth and nail to get access to the ballot so we can examine the ballots. Washington, completely compromised, Dominion voting systems. California, Smartmatic and Dominion, all the way throughout the entire deal. And this particular race was a Dominion voting machine race That's, that's the difference. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. Even in the, on the clear, on the clear ballot, uh, races in Colorado, Tina Peters won. Right.
4: And don't, don't forget Georgia in that mix because I know, I know they didn't vote to impeach because they're, they're, they're state representatives and and state uh, officials, but don't forget about Brian Kemp and, 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 and Brad Raffensperger down in Georgia, all the machines, uh, and, and far outperformed their polling numbers. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's going on right now is you're, you're seeing a lot of attention being drawn to coffee county georgia and and this you know they they keep using this term breach that somebody breached the system there and i, I was talking about this in my podcast the other day when you breach something you uh you know i was in the marine corps i've, I've stacked on doors before and when you breach something you either have a shotgun you know a 10 that that blows the, the lock off you have c4 that you put on there that pops the lock off you you have a battering ram that kicks the door Nothing was breached in Coffee County. The elected officials there that p- the people said, we, we, we entrust you with our elections, with our election equipment that we paid for, we entrust you with it. Those election officials opened the door. It's not a breach. They let them in. They let them in and said, hey, uh, we think something was afoot here. We think something was a foul. We want you to look at these machines. So stop using this term. Washington Post used the word breach like like 17 times in three paragraphs. And I'm just sitting there like this wasn't a breach. They let him in. It's
3: taped still.
1: Sorry. I was going <laughs>
4: to, I was like,
1: oh, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Brian, let me ask and you a question.
4: Same, same, thing, same thing with Tina Peters and Dallas Schroeder, by the way. Not a breach. They were the right. elected officials. They brought him in and said, said, hey, we're about to do a trusted build. <laughs> That
3: was so anticlimactic. I haven't been able to get mine to work. All
1: right, let me see that one real quick. Oh,
3: wait, i got to take this thing off. No, 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 you don't
1: have to do that. Oh, there you go. All right. Sorry, Brian. (laughs) Sorry, we wanted to make a big mess because Zach said he was going to clean up after us, so we had to do it.
3: (laughs) Hey, so We did indeed make a big mess.
1: (laughs) So uh, we want to make this announcement today because I think it's important. But, Brian, you're going to be on every Wednesday right? And we're going to cover some of the things that you're doing. And I I want everyone to know where they can find you. Um, I share a bunch of your stuff on Gateway Pundit, but you have a podcast as well um, that you run often. Um, I don't think it's scheduled for any specific time. Is it? Is it scheduled for a specific time every day?
4: uh so usually i do a podcast on wednesdays and fridays but i'm doing a lot of traveling the next couple weeks so the friday ones are getting shut down because i'm traveling over the weekends uh so i do a wednesday night podcast with uh q out of the darkness as well as uh chris paul be reasonable i'm your moderator um so i do two podcasts i usually on, on the days that i don't do that i usually do about a 5 30 p.m live show on rumble and then in the mornings, I usually do a uh, either a reading of one of my articles with some commentary or uh, a current events thing on locals. So all and all platforms are free. Locals does have a paywall. If you want to donate to me, you can donate to me. It's like five bucks a month. But all my content is always free. I'm not in this for the money, folks. You know, I'm in this to save this damn country. Um, but yeah, I, I, any platform I'm on, locals, uh, Truth Social, CanCon, um, and there you go. There's there's the links right there. Rumble.com/CanCon and cancon.locals.com and uh and Cancon on Truth on Truth Social as well.
1: Okay, and and guys, I got to tell you, are, are you are you going to get on to Apple Podcasts and all that stuff and p- upload the audio version?
4: I, I have an anchor, but I don't really. I'm a one man operation. I don't make enough money to have people that work for me and and, and can can you know upload stuff for me. So uh, it's it's you know it's a crapshoot.
1: <laughs> well, so I think what we're going to do is you know we'll talk to you afterwards, but if you send us over your stuff. Uh, Apollo, we can upload that, right? We can just build them as channel. And we can use... I'll we, do that for you, yeah. Yeah, and we can use our channel. We can use the the bandwidth we have through Podbean so you don't have to pay anymore. We already have a, a, a Premier account, so we'll get you up and, and running there as well. Oh, just get be, the message awesome. out there. Yeah. So you'll be on every Wednesday. Um, we'll, we'll go over some of the stories that you did. I, I want to touch on this really quickly because um, our friend Kanakoa um, wrote this article. Mr. Producer, I put it in there. It's U.S. election software company previously built um, Confucius Institution communication platform uh, for, and, and, uh, and guys, I'll, we'll put this inside of the the comments Seriously, as well. We can't make this up. You cannot make this up. Now, I will tell you that Koenig, as we were talking about before, Brian will say they're very, very litigious, right? So they're suing people for talking yes. about it. this. This is a ridiculously uh, 100% factual article that was written. There's nothing in here that's not 100% factual that hasn't been checked and double-checked. Um, but what's interesting about this is the who's who, like – uh, Eugene Yu, the CEO of Koenig Inc., graduated from uh, Zhang, Zhang, Ying, Zhang Yang University in uh, um, in China with a bachelor' degree, and from Wake Forest University with an MBA in '88. Um, he's native in Chinese, but if you go through this article, it it is th- this is just more fruit from the from the poisonous tree, and there's stuff in here as if you know that in queensland so in 2020 an article published by in queenland explained that queensland department of housing and public works conceded it had been a difficult few years after the failure of an election reporting system starting with the former commissioner's decision to acquire the Koenig system um why is this significant brian
4: well the dialogue so they so kinkoa did an excellent job writing this article i was on yeah. it with uh with uh, Patel Patriot the other night and I was talking about this because he gave us the draft and said, hey, can you guys read over this uh, just to make sure that, you know, I'm because I'm, I'm, th- they are very litigious. So, and, and so he wanted to make sure that, you know, he wasn't saying anything that could be misconstrued or, or inaccurate or anything like that. And so, you know, we vetted it and it, it looked it looked clean. It's all factual. Um, but he actually has some commentary from some of the from uh, some of the parliamentarians in, in uh, Queensland and some of it's incredible like the way that they subvert the answers like is is our testing going over to uh to china and they're like your data is staying or no excuse me are we outsourcing our coding to china and they said your data is staying in australia and it's like that's not the question that's not Mm -hmm. the question is the coding coming from china your data is staying in australia um you know the biggest the, the the biggest thing that we got out of the the pit And, you know, this is I'm going to I'm going to preface this by saying this is not my words. This is what we were told at the pit. It's it's on the record now, um, you know, with Greg Phillips, this this there's allegedly a breach of 1.8 million poll workers, personal data. Mm -hmm. We're talking Social Security numbers, banking uh, bank account numbers, children's names was mentioned. Yeah. And and this is this is. Supposedly sitting on a server in Wuhan University in China, and look—you know, this is something I talked about. Where this is this is an act of war, because when I when I register to vote, you know, if I register as a poll worker and I did register as a poll worker down here in Broward County, if I register as a poll worker, there is a presumption that my data that that they have on me is going to be kept private between me and my county uh, officials and the fact that this data is now allegedly sitting on a server in wuhan china uh with with highly highly personal information i mean your kids names are you kidding me um that that if 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 that's not an act of war what is the part the point of the department of defense what is what is the point of the, the department of defense to keep us safe right to keep us citizens safe now you know you think of the Department of Defense as, as kinetic. You know, oh well, let's go drop bombs on them. No, no, there's cyber war. There's space mm-hmm. force. There's you know all sorts of of, of new uh, you know non uh, what's the word non non kinetic warfare. You know, there's cyber warfare. There's there's uh, economic warfare. There's lawfare. There's all sorts of. It, it, so when, when our personal information is sitting on this server and it's against our consent, we we do not consent to this. Where is the department Department of Defense in stepping in to, to uh, you know essentially hold China to the to, to to the match, if you will, to the fire on this?
1: I think I, I mean that becomes the five hundred billion dollar trillion dollar question, right? I mean we're, we're
3: so for me. Can I get, so remember SISA? right they they came out after hollerman came out and said there's these nine vulnerabilities in these systems and they came out and said oh yeah there are nine vulnerabilities in the system but you know we fixed them all and uh they're not there anymore um but we didn't look at anything else right and that is you know this this server that they that they showed in the pit this douglas county colorado uh election workers that were caught up in that. Douglas County, Colorado is one of the, that's where I live, it's where Joe lives. It's what it's where that's that's you know, it's close to home if you will. But uh, you know, their 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 answer will most likely be, oh, well that's not, you know, we we figured it out, we've shut that down. How many things don't we know about because they won't look? And that is right. the 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 crux of our election system is every time the people who are putting of their skills, talents, and passion, their time, talent, and treasure, they're they're putting their lives out there to solve this problem. And we find something, the government says, Oh, good catch, great, thanks for finding that. We, we fixed it, nothing to see here. Safest and most secure elections in history, keep moving. Trust us, Pinky Promise, it's totally fine. Nothing to see here. And that happens over and over and over again. So anytime that we hear about a, you know, a a, a breach or that they have found in a in the Wuhan incident a list of election workers in the United States of America. We're dismissed and told, oh, that's just a little thing. It just it just is a one-time thing, right? It's like the, the the kid, you catch your kid smoking pot and it's the first time and then you catch him again, oh it was just the second time, right? Now you catch him again, oh it's just the third time I smoked pot. No, uh, you're a pot smoker. No, you are election fraud uh Perpetrators, and we need to clean this system entirely out. We need, we need to, we need to, as we said before, local in person on election day, managed at the precinct level, hand counted at the precinct level, and posted results first to the people in the community, not to the news media, to set the narrative before the results. Well, so I don't
0: talk about working the problem, Brian. Like, you know, you talk about what he talked about at the pit, all this Connect stuff. You look at the contracts. I mean. Greg Phillips talked about the fact that there was actually an investigation and a high-level one. Like, what happened? This is the same thing. We've been well, talking uh, about all this stuff for two years. Nothing's changed. Where does all this go? Well,
4: according according to Greg Phillips in the pit, um, when a lot of this was uh, brought to the FBI, the counterintelligence uh, office in Detroit, a lot of it... Um, they were working with them and they were saying you know this is this is a huge infrastructure issue we're going to get this resolved and uh as it got closer and closer and closer it's like they were kicking the can down the road and now they flipped and apparently they're going after greg phillips and saying the way you access this is is illegal you, you did this and, and and they're going after they're trying to flip the script on them and you know here, here's something really important that i think a lot of people might miss is in 2017 2017 china signed a cybersecurity, uh, essentially a law in in china that any data that is uh in china okay on a private company servers or anything like that belongs to the ccp it, it, it belongs to china so we you know when people talk about TikTok and stuff and your data going over to china and they're like oh it's, it's no a big deal yeah it's a private company and all this it's not a private company the ccp has access to that data it's a law they passed in 2017 and so this 1.8 million uh, this this database of 1.8 million election workers with extremely private data, uh, if if it does exist, if, and, and we still need confirmation <laughs> on this, but if it does exist, it is an incredible act of war against uh, US citizens.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, and you know, the, somebody just put in the comments, they're going after Mike Lindell, going after Garland Favrito, going after Doug uh, Mastriano. They're going after everyone. And we've got to learn to stand together, by the way. I mean, we, we've got to be able to combat all of this. And, and and frankly, I I believe I believe that they really want to keep us away from each other. I believe the information Greg had was was significant, right? It was significant data. But I also believe that we have to we, we have to get people that I think need to Greg's trying to go at this all alone, right? And he, he goes out and he talks about the stuff all alone. Brian, I think that's dangerous. I think by putting out the information the way they put it out, I don't I don't think that and, and again, this isn't critical of Greg. This is just newbie Greg. He hasn't been beat up for two years. Give him give him a little bit of time. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll learn standing by yourself is not so good, right? But he's got to learn to stand collectively with other people and work the problem. And we, we keep siloing all of this data, and I think that's again, I, I I think that I think it's a problem. I think it's a problem.
0: Hey Brian, do you want uh, do you want this up this article that you sent me? I just saw this.
4: The uh, the the Michigan one, the Benson Beijing one.
0: Beijing Benson. Yeah,
4: yeah, dude, put that article up. You want to talk about you want to talk about Conic being in Detroit, in in Michigan in the backyard there. Look at this article that that was sent to me. Bill Bailey sent this to me the other day.
1: All right, so let's read Beijing that top part Beijing real Benson. quick if we can. Let me read that top. Go to the top. I can There yeah, we go. State secretary demanding data deletion. Taught U.S. election details to CCP students at. Uh, Xiaoping's... Xi Jinping. Uh, Xi Jinping, sorry, uh, alma mater. Ooh.
4: <laughs> the Secretary of State of Michigan, home of home of Connick, uh, was over in... I think it was 2013, was over in China teaching at uh, Xi Jinping's alma mater about U.S. election laws. I mean, what could possibly... And recruiting people to go to her alma mater in Wayne County, which I think was like Wayne county wayne university or something like that t- t- recruiting people from china to go to uh study law election law in in the united states of michigan wayne wow. state there you go yeah wow. what, what, what could go wrong with this folks what could go wrong with this i mean they don't hide it you know you just have to you just, oh well it's, it's good to have relations with china not in this way not in this way
1: well, and, and it's it's just not a pure conversation. It's not a pure relationship, and I think that's the the issue that we face as Americans is that we're the pawns, we're the useful idiots, and, and these uh, you know extremists that are you know elitist extremists that are trying to basically more enslave us. Because I do believe we're enslaved. I don't believe we're free. I believe we live under the illusion of being free, but we're not free. Um. So I want to I want to give a shout out to a couple people if you would, and then we're just going to wrap up. We're out of time. But Tony, uh, thank you. By the way, Joe for Governor, great conversation. By the way, I feel like we're getting closer every day uh, to fixing. We are getting closer. I, I believe. Look at what happened with the, with COVID. Yeah. Look at look at what happened with that. That fell apart, and now people are starting to sue government agencies and organizations for 25 million, 50 million, 100 million. CDC has a record number of lawsuits. They're, they're suing, you know, military personnel or suing, suing the military. They're overburdened now. They're they're literally getting overburdened. I think every American should go and sue the American you, United States. Just sue them. They should sue every municipality. A small business should sue them for damage to their businesses. Everyone should be suing everyone in this case related to that. Go ahead.
4: Joe, real quick, like what you're saying right there is is brilliant. All these people suing them. But here's the problem with this. And you're a business owner, Joe. You're, you've yep. been in business your whole life. Here's the problem with this. When, when you sue that, it costs money. It costs right. money. Yeah. And, and essentially, essentially, you know, a couple individuals might get a little bit back in the end of the lawsuit. But guess who ends up footing the bill? The U.S. P- people. We end up footing the bill. And that's why you see 87,000 new IRS agents right. with, with weapons uh, being weaponized against the U S people. Oh, it's for the billionaires. No, it's not. It's like a hundred, 150 agents per billionaire. That's, that's not, that's not feasible. Uh, and, and so what you're seeing is United States and Joe, this is where it blows my mind. If, if I owned a business and I was getting sued, I can't, I can't say, well, in order to pay for these lawsuits, all my customers, uh, I'm going to go hold you guys at gunpoint and audit you and make sure that you've been paying me exactly what you're supposed to be paying me. It's, it's, it's a failure on my part that is getting uh, delegated down to my customers, and that's what we're seeing in the United States now. When, when the government is, the federal government is utterly failing, rather than shut it down and figure out how to revamp it, they just make us pay more.
1: No question. No question. And, 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 and they act like we're, we're idiots. We're not smart enough to understand this. We are smart enough. We are smart enough. Mm-hmm. Elvis said, by the way, Um, Excellent first Wednesday with CanCon show, together we win, United. You're absolutely right, we do win. So
3: So a couple things, if I could. So, Mr. Producer, can you put up that letter from uh, Louisiana Secretary of State? So we talked a little bit earlier about how they're running out the clock, and they they are running out the re- the record retention's deadline. This uh, was sent to me from uh, a member of the Louisiana Tory says group. I guess they they filed a motion to retain their 2020 election records, and the Secretary of State has now uh, ha- has now. Uh, put that in, you know the, the, all of the you can see the list of 12 things there. Uh, poll books, precinct register pages, all of all of the election records must be maintained in Louisiana until further notice. Every state needs to do this. So everybody yes. that's out there, this is a call to action. Find out who's working on this um, in your in your state and in your area and demand that they hold on to the records past the the 22 month deadline because they have been running out the clock and uh, and we need to stop them from doing it the second thing that I want to mention uh, is today's fax blast so as we have been talking about the Bill of Rights over the past couple of weeks and really breaking down what um, what the government cannot do that they're doing uh, we, we we mentioned last week the third the third amendment right which is you you can't quarter uh, you can't quarter soldiers in your houses but we um, you know as I was digging in digging into this one for for the Facts blast today this really is linked to our right to privacy and so I want to just read a little bit of this letter to Congress here for you guys and then encourage everybody to go send this to yeah. send this to Congress attention congress the constitution of the United States is under attack from bipartisan domestic enemies you seem to have forgotten your oath can th- consider this a reminder our inalienable natural rights are enshrined in the Bill of Rights, and it is your solemn duty to protect them. Your media partners keeps telling us that the U.S. Constitution does not provide for a right to privacy. This, like everything else you're doing, is a revisionist revisionist view of long-standing precedent protecting this right. The Third Amendment is the least litigated of the right of the original 10, and the Supreme Court never decided a bit case based upon it. But according to Professor of History at Brown University, the Third Amendment is critical, and I'm going to jump down. Some legal scholars have even begun to argue that the amendment might be p- applied to the government's response to terror attacks and natural disasters and to issues involving eminent domain and the militarization of the police. So not just quartering soldiers, but having the government come in in any way violating your privacy. The National Constitution Center goes on to say that, that the Third Amendment is linked to both the Second and the Fourth, in that the Second Amendment requires a well-regulated militia as a counterbalance to standing army, and that the Fourth Amendment has the home zone, home as a zone of privacy, and we talked a lot about that last week with the raid on President Trump. So just figuring this out, we are going to remind you, this is to Congress again, about the Fourth Amendment tomorrow, but given these expert takes on the Third, we're beginning to realize why you all in the state keep trying to convince us that this right does not exist, the right to privacy, because it further limits your power. Law schools around the country teach that the U.S. Constitution contains no explicit right to privacy. Those attempting to conserve the Constitution for our future generations must make a stand on this now. That should include you as the representatives that we send to Washington to protect those rights. Our specific demand for remedy. Immediately codify into law Americans' Third Amendment right to privacy explicitly applicable to the the federal government's response to terror attacks, natural disasters, Pandemic response and any and all issues involving eminent domain and the militarization of the police so we are getting as I've said uh, into all of the Bill of Rights right we're going to go break it down right by right and and redress demand redress for our grievances right by right please go out and send this fax to your Congress today to your Congress to your legislators today.
1: Alright, we're out of time. We have a couple things that I want to go over. First of all, I want to say uh, thank you to Locust Honey. We are winning. Get involved. Stop complaining. And then Dawn, again, is, is, is imploring everyone to become a poll watcher. We're able to see a lot in our polls. We don't use the markers. We're we in all polls. We can all document what we know more now. So um, Dawn, thank you. Um, Locust Honey, thank you as well. Um, But there's two things. One, Brian, I'm going to give you the last word, but I'm going to pray for you, right? I'm going to pray for you specifically. We're going to do that. I'm going to pray for you every Wednesday. You continue to have the the courage and the stamina to speak truth and do the things that you're doing. Um, You know, I read every one of your articles. I'm like your little fanboy, So, uh, (laughs) and I share them and everyone should listen to your podcast. The reason why I said put it on Apple is because when I'm driving back and forth from work, um, I put your Rumble on in the morning so I can g- catch up on some information because I'm getting hit by so many different things. So when I'm driving to work, uh, you know, I, I get I get a little bit of knowledge uh, download from you. So I do appreciate that. Um, again, I want to tell everyone where they can find you at CanCon, so they, can get, you, and Social, they can get you on Truth um, Social, they get you on Telegram. Are you on any other platforms? that They can knock you up on Getter and all those as well.
4: Uh, no, I don't have any other platforms. Just Rumble, Locals, and uh, and Truth and Telegram right now. Uh, um,
3: what about Twitter? Yeah, that's, you were on Twitter pretty <laughs> much. Uh,
4: <laughs> we don't maybe? talk about Twitter. We are
3: not talking about Twitter unless Elon buys it. Hey, I'm on it. Brian's on it. It's not our fault you're not I on it. No, <laughs> I'm, not,
4: I'm not on it. I have a, I have an account, The Ghost of CC. Like, so, you know, um, and I, I don't post on it or anything. I just use it for news because it's, a, it's the biggest aggregator of news right now is Twitter, unfortunately. Right. And you have to have Twitter. Uh, when you're writing articles and doing stuff That's like right. that, and um, so so you absolutely have to have it, but I don't post anything on it. So gotcha. uh, I used to be very active on Twitter, and, and apparently I'm not allowed to say that the pandemic was planned and COVID and uh, the election was stolen. So
3: truth is not allowed. I can, I,
4: can, I can prove it. I can prove it though, but they won't <laughs> let you talk about it.
1: So, uh, Brian, I'll give you the last word, then I'm going to pray for you, and we'll wrap up. But uh, I also, before you do that, um, this show is brought to you by DCF. Go to dcfguns.co, and you can ship anything you want, guns, ammo, accessories, anything else. Go to dcfguns.co, or go over to my pillow and buy a pillow um, or some slippers. I just got my new slippers in. I ruined my slippers because my dog took it outside and buried one in the, in the ground, so I had to get a new pair of slippers. Um <laughs> apollo's laughing because he knows that's true the dog walks outside <laughs> that is accurate yeah um you can use a cd cd21 cd21 CD i've
0: got mine in the car you can't take them i wear them everywhere
1: but but just so you know we're the largest seller of guns and ammo in the state of colorado we have three ranges we have a hundred yard range tactical range actually we have three range buildings we have six different ranges uh, we have tactical ladies night everything else if you're in Colorado look us up two in Colorado Springs one in Castle Rock um, And we carry over seven million dollars in guns and ammo go to dcfguns.co and pick up your uh, weapons we can ship to any FFL in the country All right, Brian floor is yours
4: Well, uh, you know, I've, I've got a good feeling about um where we're heading right now there's a lot of good stuff that's coming out we had the pit last weekend in arizona this weekend we have the truth summit in missouri um and we're going to get to see laura logan's selection code uh documentary which i've uh you know i've 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 helped out a little bit with that i was talking with the producer of that and trying to give him some some information and all that um i do believe there's going to be some really good presentations at the truth summit i can't say too much more than that but there's going to be some information that you have not seen before uh that comes out um i i can't say much more than that but just keep your eyes on the truth summit guys and, and we are winning we are winning uh what, what what happened with liz cheney out in wyoming yesterday was a testament to that um and <laughs> really guys i mean it's just it's just a matter of, of staying focused getting involved in your local politics all right and 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 getting out there and doing doing open records requests like that's one of the most underutilized weapons that we have in this in this battle right here is the 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 FOIA request, the open records request, and you guys should be doing it. You don't have to do it on every single county, but you know, get your election records, get your system log files, get your cast vote records, get your ballot images. All of this stuff can be open records requested. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if you want to get involved, and then from there use this stuff and send it to your state legislators. Put the pressure on them to hold them accountable for, for the things that are going on. If you're in Georgia, you should be writing about that article that I put up on Floyd County the other day and asking, what is the explanation for this? Somebody give me an explanation. It's two years later and we still don't know. Um, I think we are winning though guys, but we, we, we gotta keep our, we gotta keep our focus and, and, and stay, uh, stay true to the course here.
3: Well, and right. on that open record stuff, I would also say if you do find something good in your open record, send it to Brian, send it to me, send it to Joe. We'll, well, we'll get it out there.
1: Send it to Ash and Brian. If you send me an email or text, if I get any more, I, I have 39 messages that I just got while we were on this call. <sighs>
0: Not that I'm complaining. I'm you not send complaining it to at info at conservative yeah. daily as well as conservative-daily. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, conservative-daily.
3: And I would, just one more thing, Brian, to what you said, I would send your open records request to every county because in your state, because oftentimes you get a cross-section and you can yeah. see how they're talking about you and talking about your request. That's good, good stuff to have. All right. Yeah.
1: Let's pray. Father God, sorry. Father God, thank you for Thank you for the opportunity we have to come together to have this panel and be able to discuss truth, Father. Thank you for having us be born at a time such as this. Thank you for entrusting us to be purveyors of truth, for being ambassadors of truth. Father, thank you for Brian. Thank you for his tireless commitment to investigating and looking into things that are being done to Americans. Thank you for his tireless effort and speaking truth. Thank you for his sacrifice when he served our nation, Father. Father, thank you for the listeners. Thank you for those people that bless us and support us. Thank you for the good people that are in office, that are actually standing up and are standing with courage. Help us all that we can stand up and support them, that we can support the lesser magistrates and the higher magistrates that are operating with courage. Father, please, please, watch over President Trump, guard his heart and his mind. Watch over his family. Watch over Melania's uh, underwear drawer from the FBI, <laughs> Father. I'm, I'm sorry, I had a little bit of humor to this, but you know they 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 went into her underwear drawers. Kind of, that's bad, Father. And I would just I would ask you just put a put a special hedge of protection around the Trump family. Father, please bless bless Brian that. That he may be financially supported, that he may be healthy, that you can guard his heart and his mind, that you can keep him safe from those people that would do harm. Father, please bless his words that as he speaks those words, as he puts those words on paper, as they are published on Gateway Pundit or on his broadcast, that that truth may spread across the country, Father. Father, I ask for a special blessing on, on Derek who just got out of the hospital, a friend that has been standing up tireless, tirelessly in Colorado. Father, I just ask you to continue to heal him and to bless his family. Father, please bless us that we may have peace collectively as a community. Bless us that we may be prosperous, that we may stand together. We may recognize when people would attack us and and live the ethos of what they do to one of us, they do to all of us, and stand shoulder to shoulder fighting against this evil in our community. And Father, I would just ask you to to lift the veil of of this evil in our community, that we can see all of it, Mm -hmm. and that we could do something about it. Father, I I ask a bold, bold blessing that you would help us eliminate, use us as tools to eliminate the machines, eliminate mail-in ballots, and get to a simple system where the people can have transparency so that we can protect our communities and protect our country, and we can save our nation. And, Father, most importantly, help us to be able to reinstitute you into our society to make you the foundation and bedrock that you've been for so long. Help us to be bold, courageous, and speak truth at all times, Father. I ask for all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Got your back, homeboy.
4: Hell yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Always great Where to have in? you,
3: Brian.
4: No more machine Nanigans, nanigans, nanogan. Machine oh. <laughs> And I will uh all right. I will see you guys this weekend.
1: All right. See you there. God bless you. All right. You. Take care. All right. Did
3: you say mush shenanigans? Mush shenanigans. I, I
1: like that. Um, hey guys, listen. Uh is get on your knees and say your prayers prayers work they work look at what's happening i'm not the only one praying but look at what's happened with covid look at what's happening with the election machines all the fraud that's been uncovered and and everybody's like i'll show you're getting sued and i'm like i don't care (laughs) (laughs) and and mr producer am i like this all day every day do i care no have you ever heard me talk about the fact that i care
3: about i mean honestly half time you're like oh they're suing you're like ha (laughs) (laughs) Because the ca- truth comes out, right? You care deeply about our our nation, about but I don't our care future, about being sued, but about being sued, about mm. the the losers who are defaming and slandering and and uh, doing malicious prosecution and wrongful litigation and all of these things yeah. to you. No, of course you don't care about them. No, I don't. But
1: I mean, look, but I, I don't know want you God to say
3: to the audience, I don't care, because well, that's no, but that, that,
1: but that's I didn't say I didn't care about them. The they truth. they know that I don't care, right. that I care about them, but they also know that I will fight tooth and nail for them. And I yeah. and I and I want them to understand. I want everyone to understand that it is not about me. It is not about me. I'm just a guy. The fact that they have to focus so much on me should tell you something. I'm on to something. <laughs> Over the target. <laughs> Over the target. And we're winning. And I and I and I. You know, I, f- I feel I feel yeah. I feel really really um like we should end the broadcast so that I can get to the next meeting.
0: But That's probably a good idea. All right.
1: God bless you all. But hey, See you
0: stand tomorrow. up. Maybe you too. Can be a freedom pimp one day. A free- <laughs> if you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on D Live, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com,